You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. What is up, everybody? It is TPC Southwind Week. The FedEx St. Jude World Golf Championship is upon us. Pretty cool to see Xander finally close one out after what seemed like uh, forever uh, and get a gold medal for the U.S. That was pretty cool. Kind of wish Morikawa beat out that huge seven-man playoff for the bronze. Wasn't to be, but just really enjoyed watching the Olympics all week. I actually um, couldn't sleep on that final night and just said, forget about it. I'll just stay up. And I I actually watched the entire round from about 2 a.m. on. So that was pretty cool to see Xander put that that last putt in for his gold medal. A few quick notes before we get into the show. Uh, Preseason DFS is here, uh, and I will be writing up content for both 4for4.com and Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points will be uh, more of the showdown type content, right? So single game slates, the Thursday night, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame game, any anytime there's a single game on uh, a Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, I will be doing those showdown type articles on fantasy points. And then on 4 for 4, I will be doing more of the, uh, like the big slate, three, four, six, eight gamers. Um, you know, more of the traditional style DFS slates for 4 for 4. Also, runthesims.com, the venture by Justin Freeman and Pat Mayo. It is a site very similar to Fantasy National for golf. Uh, it's going to have a ton of stats. You can, you know, plug your own projections in, um, bring percentages up and down on certain players, target share or carry share, and see what it does to the to the projection. Run a bunch of simulations, run a bunch of lineups. I'm definitely going to be using it a lot uh, this year for my showdown research. If you are going to sign up, please use the promo code RIDE when you do. Uh, helps me out a little bit, helps you out a lot. There's, it knocks a, a good percentage off for you as well. And also, if you sign up this year, you get the quote-unquote founder's price, meaning they'll never raise the price on you uh, from now until the end of time, which is a really good deal because you know that once word gets around about this site, it is definitely going to um, get popular and probably go up in price over the next few years. So that is promo code RIDE at runthesims.com. So the content I have planned for the next few weeks, um, I'm going to start getting into the football stuff, right? I'll probably do a preseason DFS, you know, top four ways to win a preseason DFS in the coming days, right before the Hall of Fame game slate. I'm probably going to do, you know, an overview of how to attack the DFS in general as, um, as the season gets closer. You know, just go through what type of cash games, what type of uh, roster construction, those kind of things. And then also I will touch on showdown uh, for normal slates, right? Preseason DFS is a completely different animal, both in the traditional DFS uh, roster construction and in the showdown uh, roster construction. So we'll take a look at both of those in the coming days Lastly, if you have not signed up for Underdog Fantasy yet, it is the premier site to play. Whether it's the interface, 
how smooth the draft goes, the type of contests that they offer. It's just my favorite. Uh, you know, I used to be a, a drafters guy, but once I switched over to underdog, um, it's just far and away taken up the vast majority of my bankroll in terms of best ball product this summer. I will put a link in the description of this show for you to go over there and also get a little bit of money off uh, added to your account when you deposit, if you have not deposited on Underdog yet. All right, I know that was a lot. Appreciate you sitting tight for four minutes there. Now let's talk about the FedEx St. Jude, uh, TPC Southwind. There is, so here's, I mean, this is the course that uh, DJ and Berger have made a living on. Um, they are both one and two in strokes gain here. Berger had a back-to-back wins uh, a few years ago. So here's the deal with FedEx St. Jude at TPC Southwind. You have to, far and away approach is the most important stat like always. Uh, Bermuda putting is up there as well, but there's a lot of water. Um, there are, uh, you know, certain holes where water is not in play whatsoever, but of any course on the tour, water is uh, in play on about seven or eight holes. And not just in play if, you know, you spray your ball left or right off the tee or are completely offline with an approach shot. Uh, the water is in play if you are like five yards offline on, on, some, on some shots, right? there, uh, It's tempting to carry, like cut corners uh, here and there. Just go do a flyover or, you know, download the 18 Birdies uh, Golf GPS app and take a look at the course. Their water is is uniquely in play at TPC Southwind. A um, lot of carries and, you know, butted up very close to fairways. So it is definitely important to be accurate off the tee and on approach here. Uh, it's not a course where you know, like the Rocket Mortgage um, at the Detroit Golf Club, where you can just spray the ball anywhere. As long as you're getting it down the fairway, you'll have a shot in, kind of like Bryson did last year. That's not the case at a course like TPC South when you have to be pretty accurate off the tee and with approach uh, and then make some putts on the Bermuda greens. Um, So here's what I put in the model. Obviously, approach, opportunities gain, strokes gained off the tee, fairways gain. Those four went in right off the bat. Then the uh, approach distance of 150 to 175 is uh, way above tour average here. And the approach different distance of 175 to 200 is also uh, a good bit above the average of the amount of shots that normally are hit from that range on other PGA Tour courses. So we are going to see a ton of approach shots from 150 to 200. So I put those two ranges in there. Also, par fours, 450 to 500. Almost half the holes on the course are from that range, or at least somewhere near that range. There were some outside of that range, like a little bit less than 450, a little bit more than 500. But for the most part, that is going to be a very key distance. Um, these The par threes and par fives um, really don't, uh, gather in a certain bucket of yardage. So I just went straight up par three and par five efficiency, Bermuda putting, and then the three strokes gain total stats that I put in were strokes gain total at this course, TPC Southwind, strokes gain total on par 70 courses, which this is, 
and then strokes gained total over the last uh, 24 rounds, kind of like a current form. So let's talk about the top 10 in the model. Uh, as I've mentioned and tweeted a bunch of times over the last few months, the model that the mixed condition model that I've created has, I believe, six out of the last seven. We didn't get a winner uh, with Cameron Champ two weeks ago, but six of the last seven winners on tour have been within the top eight of my statistical model, which includes Lucas Glover, which includes Harris English over the last few weeks as well. All right, number one, what do you know? Colin Morikawa, the best iron player on the planet when you when you weight approach and opportunities gained uh, as 30% total of the 100% in your model, and he is first in both by a good bit. He's going to be number one in the st- statistical models. He's 12 to one. I mean, if you, and it's very viable strategy this week because it's a no-cut event, it's a WGC field that, it, you know, if you don't want to build like a card of five or six golfers and just want to take one or two shots at the top, just want to take one or two shots in the 12 to 20 uh, to one range, like Morikawa, like Brooks, like DJ, um, Xander, Rory, whomever, you could definitely take that route. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that. In fact, I've already put some some bets in that would probably prevent me from doing that. So, um, so Morikawa's first just rates out really well. First in form, second in par 70 courses, uh, sixth in fairways gained. He's just absolutely lights out. Uh, first from the par four range, second and seventh from the two proximity ranges. Like Morikawa's probably going to be in it again on Sunday. Uh, it hurts me to not have him. This week, um, but 12 to 1, you know, they're finally wising up to Morikawa in that he's probably right now the best player in the world. And he should be 12 to 1 with guys like Brooks and DJ and whoever else is the shortest odds at a tournament. Um, They weren't doing that for the longest time. You know, we hit 55 to 1s on him, we've hit 30, 40 to 1s on him. Now that he's 12 to 1, it's going to be tough to bet him every week. Um, Two is Louie. You know, another guy that's just playing lights out. Uh, really, the only thing that Louis could that could go could go screwy for Louis is his tee game. Right, he he's pretty low in this field at gaining strokes off the tee. Um, we've seen him, you know, especially in pressure moments, get a little loose with the driver. Third is Daniel Berger. Obviously, we just mentioned he's he has two TPC Southwind victories in his trophy case already. Uh, Abraham Answer is fourth, playing really well. The only thing he really doesn't do great is score on par fives. Uh, Hideki, Brooks, Xander is seventh, Hovland is eighth, Kokrak is ninth, Jordan Spieth is tenth. Now, I'm not really going to put too much emphasis on guys that played in the Olympics. And I don't mean to say that I'm not going to consider them. I'm not going to put too much emphasis on the fact that there are guys that just played in the Olympics in uh, in Japan. So there's plenty of time for them to get back stateside and get ready for the WGC. They do it all the time. I mean, this is a little bit further than normal, um, but it's nothing too, too crazy to be worried about uh, in terms of guys that just played for uh, their country in the Olympics. Okay, let's take a look at, let's go through the top five or so from each statistical category. Top five in approach over the last 24 rounds. 
Morikawa, Casey, Usti, Berger, McElroy. Top five in opportunities gained over the last five rounds. Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Matsuyama, Kokrak, Hovland. Top five in strokes gained off the tee. Bryson, Cameron Champ, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Nita Bear, and Brooks Kepka. From the proximity ranges, okay, so we have the 150 to 175, which is the one that has, you know, a, a huge, huge surplus of, uh, of approach shots from 175, excuse me, 150 to 175 over tour average. Number one is Berger, two is Morikawa, three is Paul Casey, four is Adeki, five is Lucas Glover, sixth is Abraham Answer. I'll go down one more there because I'll touch on Answer in a minute. Uh, from the 175 to 200 proximity range, Berger is number one again. Uh, Cameron Champ is number two. Hideki is number three. Will Zalatoris is fourth. And Victor Hovland is fifth. Xander is sixth. Morikawa is seventh. So guys that are good from both those ranges, Berger is one, first and first. Hideki is fourth and third. Uh, Morikawa is first and second. I'm sorry, second and seventh. Louis is 16th and 8th, and Abraham Answer is 6th and 9th. Those are pretty much, and Joaquin Neiman is 9th and 11th. So those are the guys, Berger, Matsuyama, Morikawa, Louis, Answer, and Neiman. They're both, uh, both ranges stick out for those five or six golfers. From the par 4, 450 to 500 range, the top players are Morikawa, Louis, uh, Nita Bear again, Abraham Answer, Rory McIlroy. Um, so, man, it's going to be tough to not bet Colin Morikawa at this event. Uh, he is set up really nice to to go for another W here, um, especially WGC. I like the fact that uh, it's a no cut event, and if he you know struggles with the putter on Friday or or Thursday or Friday, you know, he's still in it and can still, you know, go low on Saturday and Sunday and be in contention. I might have to bet Morikawa again. We'll see. I don't have a ticket on him right now. The only two tickets that I have on uh, any golfers right now is Berger at 25 and Kokrak at 60. Berger is shorter at most books, but he is 25 to 1 as I'm recording this at William Hill. And Kokrak is 60 to 1 at uh, DraftKings, I believe. So, like, Kokrak is, was an interesting uh, number. I figured he would be a lot shorter. So, he's in really good form, right? Like, he's 18th in form. He's been playing really good. He's 11th on par 70 courses. But not only that, he's 10th in approach, 4th in opportunities gained, 17th off the tee, 11th. Uh, from the good, from one of the proximity ranges, eighth in par five scoring. I mean, he doesn't have a great history here at TPC Southwind, but Kokrak's been playing really good, and his number at sixty to one is just too long for me not to bet him. So right now, just Kokrak and Berger uh, as an outright. Let's continue with these stats. So the best in par five scoring is Bryson, Casey, Morikawa, Shoffley, and Sam Burns. Bermuda putting, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Kevin Kisner, Sam Burns, Patrick Reed, and Ian Poulter. Webb Simpson is sixth. That is interesting because, you know, you think par 70, Bermuda, screams Webb's name. He is sixth in uh, form here. He's ninth on par 70s, and he's also 
you know, 28th in form. He's played, he's only played like four times in the last three months, but he's been decent. Uh, you know, he's been okay, I guess you could say. Uh, from there, let's talk about who is the top strokes gain leaders at TPC Southwind. DJ Brooks, Berger, Billy Horschel, Phil Mickelson, Webb Simpson is sixth there. The best par 70 players. DJ, Morikawa, Kepka, Xander, and Adeki. And the best players in in, in terms of current form. Morikawa, Louis, Spieth, Hovland, Answer, Scheffler, English, Brooks, and Xander. We'll go all the way to 10 there. And Berger's 10th, actually. So those are my my current two outrights, Berger and Kokrak. Now, my only decision is do I pull the trigger on Morikawa again and leave it at that? Or do I add like two or three guys from the mid-range? Because I do like uh, Abe Answer. I do like... Harris English, um, I do like, who else? Oh, uh, Webb Simpson. I said I do kind of like Webb a little bit uh, on a par 70 Bermuda track that he has played well at before. Um, so it's it's something that I definitely have to, to look over. Either going to take two or three more guys, you know, between 40 and 60 or, or longer, and, or just make it three outrights, and pull the trigger on Morikawa. I'm probably not going to have a ton of first-round leader bets this week. You know, with the short field, oftentimes the odds aren't great. Um, Maybe Kokrak, if his odds are still pretty long, probably won't have a ton of place bets either this week. You know, the odds are super short on the top 5, 10, 20s because the field is shrunk to basically half, and there's no cut. So the odds are not very enticing. Obviously, you you would think that the chances um, of players hitting the top five or top ten uh, are also, uh, you know, better, which is why the odds are shorter. But it's not always the case because the field is really strong uh, in these WGC no-cut events, guaranteed money for everybody. So, you know, the best of the best show up. Uh, so I don't, nec- I don't necessarily agree that just because the field is short that the odds should be shorter, which is why I do stay away from some of the place bets, and the first-round leader bets. But as far as DraftKings goes, I will highlight some of the guys I like. Um, obviously, Spieth, I don't know if he'll be popular, um, but he is, you know, dialed in on approach, is is in excellent form. I mean, has just been lights out for the most part. So I like Spieth. Um, I like Paul Casey, too. He has, uh, he's really good on par 70 courses. He's a great par 5 scorer, and he is second in approach over the last 24 rounds and third from the key proximity range. So I do like Paul Casey. Obviously, Corey Connors was a bet of mine at the Olympics. That did not pan out well. But this is another course where I think he could uh, be at an advantage with his accuracy off the tee. He's ninth in strokes gained off the tee, second in fairways gained. So uh, I think it's safe to say that Corey Connors is a golfer that if I had to make a bet who won't have a blow-up hole thanks to water hazards, it's Corey Connors, um, which is always a good thing. So 18th in approach, 12th in opportunities gained, uh, 10th in the par 4 range. So I like Corey Connors this week on DraftKings uh, as well. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, I think we mentioned before, he is one of only five or six golfers in the top 10 of both the 
Proximity ranges. I really like Shane Lowry again this week. Bet him last week. Had a nice showing. Don't care that he was just at the Olympics. He's 11th in approach. He's had good showings at Southwind before. He's pretty accurate off the tee. Um, at least at least lately he's been accurate off the tee. So I do like Shane Lowry. Uh, I mentioned Sam Burns' name a few times. He's third in Bermuda putting. He's fifth in par five scoring. 15th in approach. Uh, 14th in form. He's been playing pretty good. Uh, was really popular a few weeks ago and didn't get it done. So I think it'll be he'll be a nice low-owned uh, dart throw this week as well. Mentioned Harris English is potentially a uh, an outright for me. Uh, you know his ancillary stats, the ones that don't necessarily affect the model very much. Like he's ranked 23rd in the model. Thanks to, you know, he's pretty good on approach, good par five score, good putter, uh, accurate in the fairway off the tee. But, uh, you know, some of the stats that don't necessarily go into the model very heavily, like uh, recent form, course form, and par 70 scoring, he's ninth, seventh, and seventh respectively. So this is this sets up well for him, especially since he's accurate off the tee. I do like Harris English to make some noise this week. And that is pretty much it. As always, check my FanshareSports.com article for my final card, my final outrights. Basically, it's burger, cold crack, and then either just Morikawa uh, or some combination of answer, English, Lowry, uh, those guys that I like in that middle range. Haven't decided if I'm going to put the full card together or just put all my, my eggs in the Morikawa basket for what seems like the millionth time, even though he's come through like half a million times. So it's all right. Okay, keep an eye out for the articles on 4for4.com for preseason DFS. Uh, you know, my, one of my favorite times of the year, it's a very gettable game. As long as you are putting in the research or at least reading uh, the content of someone who has put in the research to know who's going to be on the field. Um, and then, you know, some more football stuff coming up. We'll finish out the golf season. We'll head right into the NFL DFS season, just so pumped. Not really pumped that my summer vacation's coming to an end, but pumped that football, football gets me through the, the, that first quarter of the school year uh, where it's just dreadful, but um, football gets me through. And it looks like we'll finish out this golf season with a pretty solid bankroll to head into football season. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Good luck in all of your DFS and betting contests.